0: Welcome back to You Made It, the podcast all about making, creating, and entertaining. I'm your host, Krista Campbell, founder of Pink Pony Creative, a brand and graphic design studio in Auckland, New Zealand. Hello guys. Welcome back to You Made It. Now, where have I been? I've disappeared for a few months, and I sincerely apologize that I haven't released any new episodes for You Made It. Honestly, When I started the podcast, it was going to be something that was just a passion project and I didn't want to get too upset with myself if I didn't have the time to put into it because I know things can get really busy and at the end of the day in terms of my business and what's important, it is really coming down to my clients and providing the work for my clients. So when things get busy, you know, everything else around that um, does sort of fall behind. So... On the flip side where have i actually been like i said earlier well people if you didn't know already which most of you might know pink pony now has its own office and i've called it the stables which is a name actually my dad came up with he was like why don't you just call it the stables and i was like oh my god i am so here for that Uh, so we're officially calling it the stables and people have hooked on already so that's amazing they're you know asking how's the stables going so i'm obsessed with that whole idea but um, it's been a few months in the making. We're officially in here now, but I think I would have signed the lease probably, it was about the end of April when I signed the lease. Um, and I'll sort of talk through the whole process in getting this office, because I think it's quite an interesting thing that people don't often speak about. So in terms of Pink Pony and, you know, our journey in the past three years, uh, we had three years on around February this year. And I'd worked at home for about a year before going into a shared office space. Um, At that time when I moved into the shared office space, I was really just looking for human connection because it was just me in the business. I was getting sick and tired of working by myself at home. You know, my husband would get home um, after his big day at work and I would just be there wanting to ramble on with him, talk about everything. Um, and he was keen to just relax because he'd been at work all day and been speaking with people all day long. Yet I've just been sitting in my, you know, the same room that I was when I woke up. So I knew it was time for an office space some in some sense so I looked around and I found this really cool office space um, the shared office space called Coast Lab in Oriwa really close to where I live and I moved there and I was probably there I was there for actually pretty much bang on two years and in that time I made my first two hires which were Ruby and Gabby um, and they're still with me today which is awesome and it became this amazing place that we worked, we were all friends there, it felt like you were literally going into work to be and hang out with your friends, it was awesome, the energy levels were always so high, like it was such a fun space. I got to a point where I was thinking about growing and expanding my team and having studio for myself as a business and a brand has always been something on my mind like I've sort of thought ever since I was at uni people would ask you what's your dream what would be like your goal in life and I would always answer and say to have my own studio and at the end of the day I have had my own studio for three years but I always imagined at some point in my life having well dreaming of this space to call my own and to call my office not actually thinking it would ever come true in all honesty it was just like a dream that I thought was really cool and I aspired to have but yeah it got to a point where I was wanting to grow the team I wanted to have my own space and I'm 30 and I just thought you know the business is in a growing stage and why slow down when you can grow with your business because I think it's so easy to scale down if I ever wanted to but it's a lot harder to grow so why don't I grow when the business is in a growing phase like harness the growth and just run with it so that's kind of what I did and that's actually what made me kind of turn around and just be like you know what screw it I'm gonna go and get my own pink pony office So the journey to looking for a space began. I very much was like, I'll just have a little look and see if anything's out there. And if something is, maybe I'll go see it. But I was, again, still at that point, like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea because obviously offices cost a lot. There's rent you have to pay. You have to be in it for a certain amount of time. Your contract, whatever that may be, five years, two years, one year. It could even be 10 years. Um, You've got to be there. And if your business falls flat, you've still got to pay the rent until that contract is up. And apparently they're fucking hard to get rid of, too. So obviously that's a risk. And. Then on top of that, there's all the other costs. There's the internet, there's the power, there's uh, the coffees, there's the tea, um, all that good stuff. But And I was lucky enough at our shared office space, which is most shared spaces, you just have to pay your one-off fee and that's it. You don't have to think about anything else, not power, not internet. It's all done for you. So taking this next step was definitely something I thought about a lot. I calculated it a lot um, and I began the search. And I really wanted to stick around in the local area, um, which is honestly probably a five minute drive to my house, which I am so grateful for because I know a lot of people, especially in Auckland, New Zealand, the traffic is shocking and it can take people literally two hours to get to work if they work in the city sometimes. Um, So I feel very blessed. I mean, if it came down to it, I could run if I wanted to, it's only about 5K. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so was looking in the local area, there was some all right spots there were spaces that were either a too small and wouldn't allow for growth or they were a good size, but they didn't have any internal offices or even internal kitchen and bathroom they had shared spaces with other businesses and I envisioned the space that was going to be we could have everything enclosed you know your kitchen, your bathroom your st- Uh, internal offices I didn't really want to spend money building internal offices because it was going to be a big cost so I was really looking for something with already existing internal offices and when I pictured my business in an office space I really wanted a big window front not necessarily on the road front it was just something that I was like if I'm gonna do this I want to do it right and I want to have this big window front Um, and we ended up finding this place um, and I actually inquired about the shop that uh, the agent came back and they said oh that's actually for sale it's not actually for rent so but he did say to me so I've actually had this other space that you'll probably quite like and it's not on the market yet so we came and uh, looked at the space they weren't going to put it on the market the uh, landlord just wanted it to be private and I loved it I saw it straight away I was like this has so much potential it was a nice size it's about 90 square meters it's got an internal kitchen uh, bathrooms it has two internal offices and so I was like nah, this is it and I just knew at that point I was like I'm gonna do it let's do it so the process began to agree on the space, and to be honest, that was stressful in itself. Just going back and forth, and I went to a little, I went on a little holiday in Australia for like the weekend. Pretty much bang on the time I was doing this, so I was quite stressed going back and forth about agreeing on certain things, and, and obviously the rent and um, all that, uh, you know, adult adult things that you don't really consider before going into it. (laughs) Um, But we got there in the end. Uh, It took honestly about two weeks to settle on and agree on something. Um, We got there in the end and I was so happy. And luckily we had a two-week period where we could come in and I could paint and get the place set up before we actually officially started the rent. Um, And honestly, in that period, I had my doubts. I was like, Am I good enough to be doing this? Should I be doing this? My imposter syndrome was definitely coming into play because obviously as a digital business, technically we as a business and staff and me can do this work anywhere. We could do it at home with an internet connection. We could do it in Bali with an internet connection. We could do it literally in Antarctica if we wanted to and we could work and my whole team could be split up and we could still make it work. So there was kind of a part of me that was like, is this financially the right decision? Because technically we don't need an office. But, and I'm sure lots of business owners who are digital go through this, do we need an office? And I thought about it like this you know, in my life, I'm 30 years old, as I said before, the business is growing, this is the perfect time for me to have an office, if I don't do this, I will regret it probably for the rest of my life and think I should have just done it and got an office space even if it was just for one year or two years Um, and, you know, then at least I've done it and I can say I either loved it or didn't enjoy it and that's why we've changed things up again. Um, So here I am, (laughs) doing it. But yeah, honestly, the imposter syndrome was quite real. Um, I was back and forth about things. But the universe told me it was the right time for this story. And if you haven't been following my social media journey for the stables, uh, you won't know of Pedro. But if you have, Pedro will be quite an iconic figure now on my social media So Pedro is a giant pink horse statue that we have in the office. And when I say he's life-size, he's life-size. He is fiberglass, I'm pretty sure. And he's literally life-size. Like, I could ride him. Uh, A small child could ride him. Probably a large, tall adult can ride them. Um, But the universe told me this was the right time for the office because when I actually signed the agreement, I had this vision, I was like, I'm going to do whatever I can to get a giant pink horse in here, I didn't know what that would look like, and I was like, where the fuck am I going to get a giant horse, sculpture, basically, um, and being a horse rider for many years, I went into lots of equine shops, there's a shop in New Zealand called the Saddlery Warehouse, and in a lot of these stores, they literally have these giant horse statues almost like a mannequin you would in like a clothes shop where they display clothes they've got giant horses so they can display things like saddles and bridles um, and so I started there I called a few I called around asking where they would you know where they bought these horses and they all said the same thing they were like these are so hard to come by you have to import them they cost like over 10 grand um, someone else said they do make them but they were going to be about $8,000 and I was like, oof, I want a giant horse but not that bad um, You know, and obviously going to an office space is all these costs that I was thinking about so I wasn't really keen on just spending $8,000 on a plastic horse um, and then I was looking around everywhere asked even race courses if they had this, these horses um, and then I was like, you know what I'm going to look on Facebook Marketplace what will be the odds of someone selling a giant horse? looked on Facebook Marketplace and there was one person selling a giant plastic horse and I was like oh my gosh this is fate this is literally fate this is the universe telling me that I got this office at the right time because for a few reasons who on earth is selling a a giant horse who on earth has a giant horse to sell that's plastic not many people I would assume and also the um, location of the um, person I was buying it from was about 45 minutes from where I lived so it could have been anywhere in New Zealand like if it was down the country 10 hours away I don't know if I would have done it Um, I mean probably to be honest (laughs) but I bought this horse for $1,500 which was damn good deal everyone who sees him is like okay that was a good deal because he's impressive Bought this horse. He was black to start with. Um, We took him into the office. I um, went into a like auto body shop, I guess, called Frost in Oriwa. And they actually spray paint cars and things. So they spray painted him. I wanted to do a really good job of the paint. I was going to do it myself, but I was like, "Mm, there's a risk. I could really fuck this up and make it look bad. Um, So they did it in this beautiful, perfect pink glossy oh my god like he just looks unreal honestly he gets a lot of attention and I'm so here for it I don't think the office would be quite the same without him and I know that sounds so cheesy but he's a statement piece he's like a piece of art in the office and he's sitting right in front of the window and I'm looking at him right now Um, he's sitting in front you know behind the window so he's the thing that everyone sees and there's actually a little cafe kind of just opposite us and we constantly get people down walking down because they spot him from the cafe and then they're like oh what's that so they walk down they have a little look Um, then these it was cute the other day these two little kids came and like were staring at him and they were just like wow so I poked my head out and I was like do you guys want to come have a look so they came inside and the little kids came and had a look at Pedro they were very impressed Um, and I love it because is building brand awareness you know they see the pony they're like what the hell hell do these people do they read the vinyl on the window it says pink pony creative branding identity and graphic design so it's smack bang right there perfect for brand awareness in the local area which i really wanted to build Um, and just in general you know hopefully people will remember us because of our giant pink horse and the unusual name we have we're memorable tricks about branding people um and yeah, he's impressive. Honestly, everyone who comes in is just like, "Wow, he's so cool." I'm obsessed. It's like I'm a kid in a candy store. Honestly, as a 13-year-old girl, if someone said to me, "You're going to one day have this office where you do graphic design and it's pink and it's called Pink Pony and you will have a giant life-size horse in there." I would have been like, "You've got to be joking." Like I literally made my dream come true, but even better which is so amazing like I still feel it feels quite surreal and it's nothing crazy I'm not like you know making 10 million dollars a year and I'm not like hiring 20 people you know but this is this is all I need in the most amazing way possible this is this is it like in a good way I mean maybe I'll grow and even outgrow this place but like this is awesome and I've never really said that out loud so it's cool to have a podcast to be able to talk about it in that way and yeah I'm just really proud and I just love it it's amazing and my dog can come to work now all the time which is great <laughs> so we have Pedro the walls are pink we've got m and on our counter like it is just awesome to have our own space I'm so happy um, and alongside that The team's growing, so we have Gabby who's a full-time designer, we have Ruby who works with us three days a week, and she's actually travelling right now in Europe, living up large, Um, and then we hired a new designer, Jess, and she's been going absolutely incredible, she's full-time as well, and we also have Livy, our accounts manager, who works remotely from Queenstown, and funny enough, she is my sister, uh, but she does uh, about two days a week for us as well, doing that, so the team's growing. Um, and I'm keen for it to grow a little more Um, obviously it does get to a point where a team can get so big that well not necessarily big for this size but like a few people if you probably get larger than six you almost need someone under you managing them so that's something to obviously think about yeah so the offers is we've moved spaces we've grown our team which is awesome Um, and then I announced that I've, um, I'm have i going back to Adobe Max, Woo-hoo! I'm so excited, so in the midst of the last like two months or maybe even three that I haven't released a podcast, oops, um, I announced that I'm going back to Adobe Max and speaking there, feel incredibly blessed to be going back again, um, I mean if you saw my Instagram, I spoke about it and made a reel about it but it was one of those things where I went last year and I spoke and I loved it And at the end of the day i don't entirely know how adobe felt about my performance i guess you know they can say you did a good job but you're like well did i and then to be invited back is obviously confirmation that i did a good job so i was so excited Um, i'm speaking in the adobe illustrator track and the adobe photoshop track which i'm super excited about i actually didn't speak in the illustrator track last year So to be able to speak about the platform, which I spend all my time in, is so exciting. I honestly think I'll be able to bang out this presentation so quickly because I live and breathe for Illustrator, sound crazy, Um, but I just love Illustrator. I mean, as a brand identity designer, anyone would know. You just spend all your time in it, basically. Um, and then like Photoshop and and InDesign supports that so so excited to go back it's early October this year so if you are in LA or even close by or you even want a damn holiday go to LA go to Adobe Max it is so fun Um, if you're a designer or a creative to be in a room with like-minded people is so uplifting and inspiring everyone has the same energy about the same passions it's just Honestly, fantastic, um, and I know a few other designers going there this year, um, so I'll be really excited to meet them. Um, it's just an absolute ball, and they have the Adobe Max Bash, and they don't actually release who's going to be like playing or performing there. But last year it was Steve Aoki and Twenty One Pilots. I think I actually didn't go to Twenty One Pilots because I had my two sessions the next day, and I literally. Didn't want to be hungover or tired. So I, I went home early. I was sensible, which is quite unusual for me. <laughs> um, I'm normally a bit of a party animal. Um, but yeah, so excited. It will be cool to see who's performing this year. They only release it like way later in the year. So it'll be exciting to see that. So that's been happening. But yeah, it's been busy. I like to say blessed, but very stressed. <laughs> um, it's a great way to put it. But I really want to get back onto this podcast. Um, I apologize in advance if you don't see episodes every week because, again, things are happening. Oh, and again, I'm actually going to Europe in like a month. You know, on the, I think I leave on the 22nd of July. It's one of those things that me and Mikey, my husband, planned this like probably, it was about end of last year. or well, maybe early this year. And we're basically going for this one music festival called Tomorrowland. It's just been a dream of ours to go. We've both been to Europe before, even before we met. So I'm excited to go there with him. So we've done the Europe thing, but Tomorrowland is something that is like on a bucket list thing. And we were like, you know what? We're not getting younger. We don't have kids yet. Let's fucking go to Tomorrowland, even though we're not, even though we're 30. And I might physically pass away from the exhaustion (laughs) Um, but I'm so excited for Tomorrowland like that is why we're going to Europe we decided if we get tickets we're going to go to Europe if we don't we won't go to Europe Um, but now obviously with everything happening throwing in a Europe trip and then uh, a few personal things happening in the background and then Adobe Max in like October it'll be busy but I'm so excited lots of very exciting things, um, cannot bloody wait, again very blessed but very stressed <laughs> um, and a last little thought while I'm having just like a chit chat morning coffee with you all, um, this morning someone messaged me on Instagram and said you know I just like, to, I'd want to make you aware but someone's copying your work on Behance." and I was like oh <gasps> Beehants of all things like you know it always happens on Instagram and Pinterest but I was like Beyonce people get more creative please (laughs) Um, so I had a look at their profile and they had posted a couple of my projects from like way earlier on of my pink pony work and I always get annoyed of course like it's like are you kidding it's so frustrating but then I saw a project they'd posted by one of my staff, um, my my girl Gabby, she'd made this amazing project for one of our clients, this amazing brand that she worked on. They had posted that and shared that and I was like, sorry, this is personal. <laughs> it's almost like when someone like insults you but then you don't mind too much and then they insult your friend and you're like, brother, no, no, no. This was the instance. I was like, no, there is no way you were getting away with this stealing my staff's work you little shit (laughs) so I shared their I shared their profile on my story and I was like pony gang go get them report this because that's not fair like if you are listening to this and you're out there stealing people's work legitimately copying and pasting the same whole project you're not even somewhat trying to be creative and do it a little bit differently you are literally just taking the JPEG from online and putting it on your portfolio. <laughs> Don't do that. Like, copying is so upsetting. It's disappointing because you work so hard to get good at something. And for someone to just take it away and just be like, oh, here I did it. You're like, are you kidding, bro? Um, so there's that. And then there's also the fact this person was trying to, like, showcase their work to get clients they even have like had like a time frame on their portfolio of when their next project can be booked and I you know if you're sharing other people's work and booking clients through other people's work this is just not gonna go well for you trust me brother because you just won't be able to deliver on what you supposedly say you can deliver on because you've stolen someone's work You won't be able to produce the quality of content that you're showcasing because you literally didn't do it. I don't care how good you are as a designer, you won't be able to do it because you weren't the one who created that. So it's actually a downfall for you. You're probably going to end up doing so many rounds of revisions, the clients won't be happy, they will want a refund, etc, etc. It'll just suck in the end for you too. So don't copy Moral of the story, do not copy, people. I think we all know this. Literally 99.9% of people know this, but there's that little percentage that does not. So there's your lesson for the day, people. Do not copy. (laughs) Um, I'd be curious to hear your copying stories because it's nasty. There's, There's some dirty things happening on the internet, and it's something we honestly cannot control, and I get it. If we're posting our work online, you're kind of putting it out there to the world but there's and people say it's you know you're putting out there to the world but no people just shouldn't copy no 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 <laughs> anyway I've turned the heat pump off in this office because I could hear it in the background of the podcast and um, it's 8 11 in the morning and it's about five degrees and now I'm sitting in here absolutely freezing me feet off so I'm gonna go and finish this podcast I'm gonna turn on my heat pump and get it all warm and cozy but hopefully you enjoyed this ramble of little updates for you the podcast but hopefully I'll be back with more episodes very soon um and yeah have a lovely sunny day